family. Yeah, if we wanted to just sell out, <laughs> we would go true crime. And... True crime. Yeah. Ugh. Uh, hey, so welcome. This is Aaron and Justin Talk Sequels, a movies podcast. And today we're talking about, we're continuing the Alien discussion. We talked about Alien. We talked about Aliens. Now, in this special episode, we're talking about Alien 3 and Alien Resurrection. For clarity, two movies that don't deserve their own individual episodes even a little bit. But one more than the other one does, is all I'm saying. Which Ooh, one? and I'm really excited, we'll yeah. <laughs> so, let's get started and talk about... Which order should we go in? Well, I would the say Alien one 3, or the... right? All right, so go yeah. with the bad one first. I mean, maybe just like a, like maybe give us a, a little bit of a reminder about Alien to Aliens and where we left in order to get to Alien Three. I guess like do it in a minute. Go so, are you not trusting the listener to know? About I just want to make sure this is a complete package. If somebody just wanted to listen to this one. All right. So, just in case you've decided to pick up on the Alien franchise right. with Alien Three, <laughs> Which uh, you before should do. <laughs> you actually should um so we have a woman named ripley who got attacked by aliens a couple times mm-hmm. and she in is space. currently in space yes she's on an escape pod <clears throat> floating in space after her last attack from the aliens and she's hanging out with her new bff uh michael bean i can't Thanks. remember his X, thank you. And she also meets a young girl. That's yes. Newt. So they're kind of like a family now. Yes. And their little android friend, Bishop, as well. Yes, he was right. torn in half, but he's still with us. So in the opening of Alien 3, just the credit crawl through the beginning, what do you think this director... Who is the director of this movie? David Fincher. It's his first yes. film. The famous David Fincher. Yeah. Um what do you think he decided to do uh, to really get audiences caught up? Well, it starts with the escape pod, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. So in between the credits blasting on the on the on the screen, we'll see the escape pod, <clears throat> and that clearly there was an alien on board, and nobody had any idea, and it's attacking one of the cryopods. Yeah. Right. Now, when I rewatched the film a little bit ago, uh, I actually the first time I saw, well, the first times I saw the movie, I thought that it was attacking more than, or it, it was, it made you believe that it was attacking Newt's cryopod, right? Mm-hmm. But then it obviously turned out to be a different one. It did. But because the fire started somehow, I guess. Uh, somehow. The spaceship ejected just the cryopods altogether. That's what it does, I guess, in the event of an emergency. It just ejects anybody in a cryopod because of a fire. Or was the fire in the cryopod? So they were like, we got to get the cryopod out of here for the safety of the ship. Is that what the computer's thinking? So they ejected it? Well, I don't even know what you're... Like, the ship itself crash lands on this planet. No. It's actually a big ship, and it just ejected the portion with the cryopods, and that's the part that that's yeah. Because there's this there's this image of the ship, and all of a sudden the little cryopod separates from it, and like and we're in the ship still. The camera's in the ship, if you will, and it separates and it falls down to earth. Yeah. 
So the section of the ship with all the people, yeah, is because there was a fire on it on in the cryo place, so it ejected that fire to get it away from the ship. Is what I I believe happened. Is what the ship was thinking. All right. Well, there you go. So in the opening credits, we take the themes that James Cameron built in Aliens of Mm. family and healing, and we shit all over them (laughs) by killing everyone. So it crashes. Or Ripley. Hicks is dead. Newt is dead. Ripley is alive. Yes. There you go. Um, We need to talk about the actor playing Hicks, Michael Bean. Yeah. Because he made just as much in this movie as he did right. in Aliens, which is amazing. It was something um, with uh, using him, his image and likeness without his permission. Yep, and yeah. originally the alien was going to bust out a him, okay. or an alien, but he was like, there's absolutely no way you're having an alien come out of my chest, and so they basically just paid him and wrote it off. Uh <sighs> Does this movie even? Do we need to talk about the plot of this movie? I'm, I'm honestly <laughs> more right. interested so in here's, the here's history the of the production. Here's the thing. Uh, she let's. I guess yeah. Let's talk about the plot. So she crashes on this planet. She's the only survivor. It's a penal colony. Like it, it used. To, it was a former. Um, what she does? What does she do? She's like a miner, right? Like originally, they were they were mining ore out of planets. This was yeah. one of those planets. But it became a penal colony, and then they closed closed the prison. But like twenty five stayed behind to be kind of caretakers, and they found this new religion, and that's what allowed all men. So that's what has allowed them to live peacefully together, even though they're a bunch of assholes to each other. Corporate um, penal colony, which is a nice concept that they don't play enough of. Yeah, um, right. Something to do with the uh, Wayland Yutani Corporation. Yes. yes. So anyway, so she. She crash lands on this planet. She's the only female amongst these prisoners. And obviously, uh, there's an alien. And that causes a lot of problems. Um, Which is utter bullshit. I'm sorry. What, what do you mean about that? And what, where where did the queen in Aliens have time to lay an egg? Yeah. Especially since her entire egg sack was gone at the end of Aliens. Right. Was, was she just holding one in the yeah. elevator? Yeah, I did hear that. just miss that when she hit the elevator key and went up like yeah so for some i mean that's the thing that's like they want to be forgivable about like look we're making another alien movie obviously we're just gonna have an alien on the ship don't ask questions so i'm like okay fine you know there's no way you're gonna have an alien movie without an alien so sure that makes sense let's just say it's on the ship and so i get past that i'm like all right whatever holy shit how cool would that have been an alien movie without an alien, just continuing the story of Ripley. I don't know how cool that would have been. It doesn't sound cool. <laughs> she crash lands on a hostile planet, and it, like, there's a bunch of killers, and she has to get out of there. Like, it could have been a really kind of a sweet horror movie. It could have been, but I think you'd have to assume it's more of a off sh- or a offshoot or, or a, what's the word I'm looking for. And then at the very end, you couldn't of the call movie, it Alien. They could have because at the very end of the alien movie, three, like that's when you see alien? an egg. Is that what you're saying? <laughs> well, we get into that later. <laughs> anyway, so uh, um, that's pretty much it. I mean, there's just uh, there's a bunch of prisoners and her, and there's an alien loose that gets uh, in the dog theatrical alien. version. There's a dog, 
that gets impregnated by the face hugger. Um, so yeah, so you have a little more of a a, a running dogish like alien that terrorizes the place, and they have to figure out how to kill it, and it pretty much like kills like everybody until they figure out uh, how to kill it. What am I missing? Oh, well, the big part is that Ripley has a queen inside of her. And that is very important for, obviously, the alien resurrection as well. So, for some reason, she was the one that got impregnated, and it's gestated a long time. Whereas in other alien movies, sometimes they get impregnated, and then it bursts out within, like, a fucking hour. Right? <laughs> yep. Probably, and... to me, the largest crime of the alien movies is that they have no set standard for how long uh it takes for a uh an alien to be born in a host they only use it when the plot demands it and that's what bothers me about that whole thing yeah the biggest crime of the alien movies are that they made alien 3 and alien resurrection <laughs> like they blew it uh we also need to mention that ripley bangs the dad from game of thrones yes yeah, uh, charles dance that's yes his, that's his name uh, i can't uh, remember the, his uh house name, in though. in game of thrones um uh dylan he's dylan Bannister. No, 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 no that's i'm sorry clemens he's clemens the doctor no he's the elder banister dad yes he no, gave birth that. to the dwarf and the, <laughs> the, yes he is yeah uh in this movie he's named he's known as clemens he's the doctor so they get together and he's pretty good looking in this movie, I have to say. I understand. Well, it's 92. But, he was a lot younger, you know. But, so, where do you think Ripley's coming from here? Like, she never had the chance to hit the one guy she wanted, and so she just jumps on the first guy she sees? Like, I don't know. I don't know. Where do you think she's coming from? I was uh, watching True Lies the other day. You know, the... Uh james cameron film with schwarzenegger and uh what's his name uh the other guy his comic relief partner tom arnold tom arnold so tom arnold has a line where like because like when arnold schwarzenegger finds out that uh jamie lee curtis is cheating on him or he believes she's cheating on him uh he just says like uh hey she's a flesh and blood woman and you're never there what did you expect <laughs> and that's what i think of sigourney weaver hey she's a flesh and blood woman hicks is dead what do you expect? You know? She's been in space a long time, alright? She has been in space a long time, but uh, over the course of all these years, she's been awake for what? Like, two weeks? Yeah. Like, over the 100 years, this woman has been awake for two weeks, and yeah. during that two weeks, she just right. testified aliens. It's terrible. Alright, all right, so, so <clears throat> I'm gonna do Devil's Advocate benefit of the doubt here. I watched the uh, extended version of Alien 3, which I'd never seen before. It adds like mm -hmm. a half an hour of extra stuff that was originally deleted out. Um, it starts similar. It starts the same with the credits, and, and we see the thing crash. But she, I don't know if you saw this version. She wakes up on the beach. She crawls out of the uh, cryo tube escape thing that crashed, and she's on the beach, covered in soot and everything. And Charles Dance, the doctor Clemens, is walking on the beach and finds her. And he rushes her in and is just like yelling at everybody like, I need a, you know, blah, blah, I need a gurney, blah, 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 blah. So that's how the movie starts. 
And then uh, it goes on. They all the prisoners go out and retrieve the spacecraft, and they find you know the dead Hicks and the dead New and everything. And um, it cuts to you got to see this version. It cuts to these two prisoners that go and are um, and there's bison everywhere because they used bison. They kept to, the bison. Yeah, so they use bison to haul the spacecraft out of the water. So that's what they use to like haul big machinery. So anyways, it cuts to later, and then there's these two convicts that are hauling a dead bison into the thing. And they're all just like, I don't know how this thing died. Like, it was in perfect condition, blah, blah, blah. And they're hanging it up, and everything is dead. They're going to, like, cut it up for meat and stuff. And there is, I kid you not, the the my favorite scene in the whole movie. And it's played for laughs, but it's, it's done in just an incredible way. It's this wide shot, and the other prisoner leaves, and they have the bison hung up. And the guy is stand and the other prisoner standing on the cart that like rolled the bison in and he's just like yeah i'll take care of it and he's like hey what's this and he holds up the face hugger and it's just dead and he's like what the hell is this and that's it and it just cuts away it was incredible <laughs> like it's never talked about again and he's just like what the hell is this it was amazing i couldn't stop laughing I guess he just threw it away. Like, he didn't even bring it to the doctor. Like, hey, I found this uh, terrible alien-looking space creature. I guess he thought it was a fish. I mean, I don't know. It could be. It could look like sea life, yeah. Yeah. Oh, it was incredible. Anyway, so that's how it's in this dead bison, and it and it, it, it uh, is born out of this bison, the alien. So it still has the four... It's the exact same alien, you know? It's just not born out of a dog, but it's born out of a bison. So right. that's I... this cut. And uh, something else happens that made the movie a little better. It just felt like it flowed better. Um, it was something with Ripley. I don't know. She has more scenes where she talks, uh, where she con tries to contact the company and stuff like that. Um, oh, and then uh, there's, if you remember when the guy, there, there's one of the comics gets um, killed in the fan right because he gets freaked out by the alien it spits it and he gets like chopped up in the fan and then it and then you see these three prisoners later and they're like for some reason setting up candles and they're like taking a walk through some of the corridors remember that yeah and one of them gets killed so the other two are running uh the one guy that doesn't get killed and he's got blood all over his face and he's the one that's rushed into the uh 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 the medical thing where Ripley and Clemens are and he's all crazy and he's just got blood all over him and he's in a straight jacket, you know, and he's there in the, uh, exam room when the alien comes down and kills the doctor. Do you know yeah, what I'm that's talking about? Pete Postaway. No, it wasn't him. No, no, it's not him. Oh, uh, anyway, he has a bigger role in this assembly cut in this extended version where he's crazy, but he, he starts hearing like the alien speaking to him and he breaks out of the medical thing. Cause they trapped the alien earlier in the film. They trapped it in this like nuclear waste facility that was just for waste. And it had this big metal door. So they trapped the alien. He is like hearing the alien. He's hearing these weird thoughts and he comes out and lets the alien loose. So there's this other part of the movie that's not in the theatrical version where he like lets it loose and he plays a bigger role in it. Anyway, but that's all I could really remember about the extended version. But it actually made the film a little more bearable, I thought, even though it was longer. 
So I gave up on watching that version when I found out that David Fincher had nothing to do with it. He didn't, no. He just didn't want anything to do with it ever again. He was mad about all the interference with the studio, and they I guess they started shooting without a script. Like Things were just not the way he wanted it to be for his first movie. Oh, I did so much research on this. Like yeah. I'm very excited to talk about production when we get... All right. So, uh, I mean, all, all that's really left to say is that uh, the alien runs rampant in this place. They find a way to like trap it and dump lead, right, uh, all over it or something like that. Yeah, yeah, but it survives that, and then they blow it up, you know. And then she has a queen in her, and she decides to kill herself to spare the world. Even though Bishop, the guy who designed Bishop, comes from the company to try to talk her out of it because they obviously want the alien, and she yeah, kills and- herself, and that's the end. There you go. Yeah, and magically, he looks just like Bishop. Right. Like, that was Mr. Wayland. Did you catch that? Was that really? I didn't that know was who it was. That was his name. But, okay. That's awesome. And, yeah, it was totally great. <laughs> uh, so what was great about Alien and Aliens? Uh, well, I'm, you could chime in, but... They were unique. The, they were unique because they handed the movie to a director and said, I love your voice. Mm-hmm. Give me your best movie using your voice. And with Alien 3, they absolutely did not do that for they didn't David trust Fincher. Him. Well, it wasn't even that. This was a shit show. Yeah. Um, do you know the name Vincent Ward? Uh, he was the original director, right? Attached to it? Original director. He was their pick. And he... He was going to be that guy that they gave the voice to and this probably would have changed his career i'm pulling up his filmography right now but he left during like pre-production far enough into pre-production where they had spent millions on the sets yeah and had a different story this is the wooden planet guy do you know what i'm saying like the big thing about alien 3 was that well real quick so I know uh, there was a version that was written where they crash on some planet and Hicks is pretty much the main character. Did you read that? Yep, that was that was an older version. But that's yeah, they not did, what they were going to shoot. Yeah, they they changed it a lot. They really couldn't pick what Alien Three was going to be about um, <clears throat> until they got to Vincent Ward. And Vincent mm-hmm. Ward's pitch was what sold them. And so this he is a I want to say Australian. Where are you? Um, I'm scrolling through the ever-trusting Wikipedia. New Zealander. And that's where he has spent most of his career. Um, And he has nothing really in uh, American cinemas until Alien 3, where he has a story, a writer credit. Um... But after that, it's Map of the Human Heart. Mm. He's got one big American film. And do you know what that is? No. What Dreams May Come. Oh, yeah. Right. With Rob Williams. So imagine how that movie looks. Well, I mean, that's the only really redeeming quality of that movie. And he didn't write it. He didn't produce it. He just directed it. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's interesting to think what an Alien 3 
would have looked like under the sky. His three big tents were going to be uh, Ripley has the queen in her. They crash on a wooden planet. It was going to be a basically an alien story in the woods, even though the entire planet was wood. And, and there were... Or the moon yeah. of Endor. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Like, and it was going to be monks, not prisoners. Yeah, okay. Um, and they started building out the sets, and then he got called into a meeting. And he's, I watched a, one of those making of documentaries on it, and it's got word on there, and he's very just open hmm. about the entire process. And he said they had a meeting where they sat him down with his script, and they were like, we like the Queen in, a- or in Ripley, and that's that's about it. <laughs> and he was like, you greenlit my script. Yeah. This is uh, creative differences where they just said, yeah. we don't like what you're doing. And so he walked. And so they had already spent all this money on the structures. They had most of the story that they wanted to tell. And so they hired Fincher... And he was really put into the situation where he didn't get to tell his voice. He was given a story and he was given mm. sets that were already built. And he really just had to make do. And yeah, there was no ending to the movie when they started it. Yeah. Um, it was... <clears throat> I mean, he was hot off uh, music videos and uh, pretty high-profile commercials for like Nike, I believe, and, and other brands like that. So he definitely, they chose him because he was just very stylish, stylish you know? Like he had right. his, he had his Fincher look right from the beginning, uh, with all of that work, like music videos and stuff like that. So I think I don't blame him for jumping at this opportunity because that's probably what every guy, especially in the early '90s, was looking for. You know, I mean, this is why they slaved away making REM videos because they wanted to, you know, make a feature film. So uh, I know we kind of right from the start we have like this disdain for the movie, and it's pretty clear, but. I will say on a positive sides of the movie is that um, I think the movie looks awesome as far as a dark, depressing prison story goes. I think the sets are phenomenal. I think uh, everybody's a giant asshole to each other and it becomes a little obnoxious, but there is not a bad line reading in the whole movie. I think that every prisoner is perfectly cast. You know what I mean? Especially Charles Dutton, who plays the lead, you know, kind of the, the father figure, the the priest, if you will. He's excellent in it. You know what? Oh, yeah. And Ripley kicks ass. Sigourney Weaver kicks ass in this movie. I think she does an amazing job as well. I just don't think they all have a lot to work with. But I think the prisoners are a little more fleshed out than you would imagine they were. So I think it's I think if it wasn't an alien movie, I think it would it wouldn't be a bad film. It wouldn't be a bad action film as far as the nineties were concerned. It's just that it's tied I, down with alien. And that's the I problem. Because it's not an alien movie. It doesn't fit. You know? Yes. Um, it's almost like uh, the Cloverfield movies. Um, right, right. Like the last Cloverfield they did, the one that was on Netflix. Mm-hmm. I didn't see was it, it, but I remember. It wasn't originally really a Cloverfield. Right. Like, it was just a movie, and they just decided to add some Cloverfield elements to it and renamed it. Um which isn't really... like inherently a bad idea, just in historically with movies, I don't know why they keep thinking that'll be that'll work. And <laughs> you know. 
you were talking last episode about what made a good sequel. Yeah. Um, do you remember what elements you talked about? Because I have another test I want to add. I just, uh, I think it's still stand, I stand by the fact that a good sequel ends the story. You know what I mean? Like, James Cameron was like, I have an idea for a sequel of Alien, and the reason it'll work is because this is going to be it. Like, this is the only one you need. I have a new world for them to be in, and it's going to end the story. No reason for a third. And that's how you should go about making a sequel. Now, it's out of his hands if they say, we're going to make another one anyways. But I think that's the way to make a successful sequel. At least that's one thing I remember about what I said. What else did I, I say? Mean, <laughs> I mean, I think we essentially said that a good sequel, it has a story to tell that expands the universe in a way, and it has a definite conclusion. Yes. It doesn't just leave you hanging for another one. Right. Um, and I feel like this movie fails to really expand anything. Yes. It kind of just keeps us right where we were were even if it even takes us back a little right and but it does have a definite conclusion so that part yeah but if you say hey that alien movie was awesome and then hey did you see aliens and you were like that movie was amazing did you see alien 3 i don't remember it and it barely had any reason to exist if any at all and that's what you can say about it there's no there's no reason to have alien 3 if this was all you were going to do with it Exactly. I have a new test for uh, sequels. Go for it. Can you replace the main character with an intelligent monkey and have it not change anything? <laughs> uh, I don't. I, I just think that intelligent I, monkey crash lands yeah. in a prison planet. Right. He has an alien in him. He right. bangs a he bangs a doctor. Um, and he fights with these prisoners to have this alien. And the prisoners don't like it. They haven't seen a monkey in years. And it's very hard for them because they are they don't have sex anymore. Hey, I say um, it's a bad alien movie, but I think it's still a good Sigourney Weaver film. Like, she's still essential, I think, to making this a good film. Not that it's a good film. But you know what I mean? I don't know if still... it would have been any different for me. But is there any other uh, character like that? I don't know. I can't think of any other female character that, that would have a movie like that. You know what I mean? And I say that seeing Alien Resurrection, which tried to do it again, sort of, and it sucked. <laughs> what? I had a feeling you were going to be all about Alien Resurrection because it's so much fun. But it's awful. It's awful in so many ways that Alien 3 actually is not. Even though Alien 3 isn't that good of a film, Alien Resurrection is a bad movie i am very excited uh the only other actress from that time period that i can think of is jamie lee curtis um but yeah what did she do though like think of her in like halloween well that was the 70s i'm talking about like the 90s oh it was barely i'm not big on halloween either people people think that is such an amazing film and i love john carpenter I love John Carpenter. But it's not that great. I just don't... I think it just gets so much... I don't know. It just gets... It just gets talked about like it's the father figure of modern horror movies. And I just don't see it that much. I'm like, yeah, it's all right. It's okay. Name a good horror movie from the 60s. Uh, Night of the Living Dead. 
That was the 50s. That was 68, actually. It was not, really? Yes, it was. Yeah. God. <laughs> I had no idea. Yeah, Romero's right. not that old. Um, I thought he was Also, really they old. have plenty of uh, Rosemary's Baby. It's a good horror movie from the 60s. That was the 60s, too? I don't know. That was like 68 just, as well, I think. You're making this stuff up. Possibly 69, but I think it was 68. I'm looking it up. Looking it up. Uh, Rosemary. I, I This is like a going to be a recipe. Rosemary, baby. 68, yeah. Thanks. Wow. Yeah. And Night of the Living Dead? I didn't look. 68? <laughs> <No>. <laughs> looking it up. Looking it up. Looking it up till you die. Uh, 68. Wow. Good year for movies. You know, it was black and white, so I do, I do think a lot of people feel like it's from the 50s. That movie used to scare the crap out of me. Yeah. I mean, it's a little goofy, I think, about with modern, modern sensibilities watching that movie. But I still think it really holds up, because especially with the um, having the... A, you know, African-American as the lead and the way it ends so tragically for him, you know? It's so shitty. Uh, I've never finished it. Um, it's a good ending. The ending is what makes the movie because the zombies are a little goofy. But Is this the one where he blew it forever by not copywriting it correctly? Yep. Yeah, that's pretty cool. Yeah, and that's why you can find... Everybody's made their own copy of it. Like, every company has put out their own version of or DVD of it, you know what I mean? Because they're free to do whatever they want with it. And that's why you'll always see it in movies. If people are watching a horror movie, it's always Night of the Living Dead. You know what I mean? I never put that together before. That's funny. All right, so Alien 3 ends. I think it did pretty good, though, right? I mean, it made money. It did. It actually did almost as well as uh, Aliens. And Fincher has always disowned it. He said he, I think he said he gave the blessing to the assembly cop, but he was like, eh, I don't want anything to do with it. You can do your own like, thing. He had, like, nothing to do with it. Um, Alien 3. Well, it was 50 to 60 million budget, and then the box office, it says, like, 160 to 175 million. So it made money. Yeah. And Aliens. I think this was widely considered a disappointment, I thought. Definitely by the fans, you know. Like us, we just felt like it didn't do enough to exist. Didn't further the alien story at all. Yeah, Aliens uh, did 131 worldwide, so it did about 20 million more. I think I have a little bit of a soft spot for it, just because I like the movies I grew up with. You know what I mean? Like in the 90s, and I and it's one of the first movies I remember seeing with uh, our friend Doug. I think we went and saw it together, and it was one of the first movies I think I went on my own. To see it with a friend or our parents. Are you talking about Alien out. Resurrection? No. I'm talking about Alien 3. Yeah. Yeah. But I feel like we may have saw Alien Resurrection. I don't recall, but I feel like we did. It's very possible. It That's out. right in our age. Yeah. Actually, I'm pretty positive we did that we went and saw it together. Maybe with other people. Um, before, while we're talking about Worldwide Grosses, Alien Resurrection uh, did just as well. It brought in. 161 million worldwide. Yeah. Um, but yeah, uh, I can't I can't remember where I saw these movies for the first time or in what order. I really could have seen Alien 3 before I saw any of them. I remember a- thinking Alien, the original, was so boring at the time. Yeah. And that was one that I had to grow up a little to appreciate. That's more of an adult film. So yeah, Alien Resurrection. Yeah. 
Yeah. Yeah. Rubbing my hands together. <laughs> yeah. I am not a fan. It's my least favorite alien film out of all of them. This is a horror film. It's made a in body horror film. 1997. Directed by Jean-Pierre Junette. Mm-hmm. Written by Joss Whedon. Yeah. Um, I think this was his second film after writing Toy Story, if I looked that up correctly. Um, so it's got some punchy dialogue. It's a really a different direction for the franchise. Mm-hmm. Uh, what What did you not like about the movie? Everything. <laughs> it is a victim of the punchy dialogue, late 90s, techno, fancy, steampunk bullshit misogynistic awful awful dialogue and you know what joss whedon disowns the movie because he's embarrassed by it i guarantee you it starts off gross every line reading is awful uh nobody has anything to do except bullshit sexist remarks uh nobody has any reason for being there sigourney weaver they destroy ripley they don't they, they just want her to be uh just be all like sexy badass now whatever you know ron perlman's wasted in the role he's got the stupidest lines they play basketball do you think anyone is gonna play basketball in 200 years from now nobody is gonna play basketball all right especially not ripley who's an alien now it's awful Everything about it, it just screams bad 90s to me. That's all I'll say for right now. Maybe we want to talk a little bit about it, though. I don't know. <laughs> Touching back on Joss Whedon, um, he is unhappy with this movie. He is not unhappy with the script. Yeah. Um, Jean-Pierre Junet. I'm just going to call him Jean. Um, the director. The, the director who... <laughs> Really, the director uh, did not speak English when he took this role. Right. And so Joss Whedon is basically said on the record, he didn't understand the script and he filmed it wrong. Yeah, is there's a language barrier is the problem, he says, right? Yeah, and that's a word for word what Joss Whedon said in basically every interview I saw is that they just made it wrong. And that if they had made it as the script was written, it would have been better. Um, another thing I want to touch on the production here. Because they... At, with this movie, they actually had a plan. That's what I respect about this movie. Okay. Is they The producers who have been produced every one of these movies, after the train wreck of Alien 3, they gave it to an up-and-coming director. Yeah. And they let him do his thing from beginning to end and this is the result and the result is bad (laughs) but i at least respect that it's somebody's vision and it's not as terrible as the hodgepodge that alien 3 became and again if they were able to do that with alien 3 we could have had a different movie yeah but um the other important thing to note with this movie is the production designer and the minute I learned who the production designer was, it, after watching this movie, I was like, oh, that makes so much sense. Who was it? Uh, I lost it. 
direction and design. You have got to have these things right at your fingertips. Production designer is Nigel Phelps. Okay. And do you know what Nigel Phelps made? No. He designed Gotham City in Batman. Oh, okay. And he designed, and this is going to hit home, I think, for you, Mega City 1 in Judge Dredd. Yes, absolutely. That is absolutely <laughs> the design of this movie. Yeah. That um, is so funny. Mega City 1. Yep. I could see that. Yes. Like, it just, this movie reeks of it. Um, and so, yes, that's really the big hits. They don't really change up the much of anything else outside of that but there's so much fun stuff to talk about with this movie i mean i guess i think that's why it's uh, it's not talked about as the worst alien movie because people think it's fun but i just didn't find any of it fun i never found it fun and i think uh winona rider i love winona rider but this is another movie where she is completely miscast probably the worst re- uh miscasting is uh did i say recast or miscast miscast uh is dracula uh which is one of my favorite films despite winona ryder and keanu reeves because they're both totally wrong for those roles but gary oldman is amazing as dracula and uh coppola shot it with his son and they did only old effects from like the 20 like they used to do in the in the 20s and stuff like that because he fired his uh special effects artist and just hired his son roman who was like 29 at the time and they just used all old-timey effects to make the movie. So it's really an amazing-looking film, Dracula. I don't know if you've seen it in a while. But I haven't Keanu seen it since it came out. awful in it. And Winona Ryder's not that good either. And now she's in this movie where she's supposed to look like an adult, and she does not. She looks like a child with a bunch of space pirates. <laughs> I am it's pulling up weird. her filmography real quick because, you know what, she is kind of a mystery to me. This just is not her movie. I just feel like she's she's like supposed to be some like terrorist or whatever, but she's just out of her league completely. She's like come to kill the queen or come to kill Ripley. Yeah, how is she, how is she a terrorist? I don't know. How did they know anything about this? Yeah, why is she the only one they send? She's been dead for two hundred years. Yeah. How did anybody get a whiff that they're deciding now yeah. to clone this woman? So I we haven't even talked about the movie. So Alien Resurrection is two hundred years further from Alien Three, whenever that took place. Which is and, already crazy in the future. Right. So there's no Wayland Utani Corporation anymore. Gone. It's all just some like federation is what it sounded like, just some space federation. Uh like Empire or Star Trek Federation, whatever you want to say. So they used blood samples from that old prison planet, Fury, I believe, or Furia, or whatever it's called, 161 or something, to right. clone Ripley, because they were like, hey, Ripley had the queen in her, so if we clone her, we'll get the queen too, which was pretty clever, I thought. <laughs> I kind of like that idea. Um, but the world's changed. She's known as Ripley 8 because she's the 8th version of what they've tried to clone in order to get the queen out of her. They get the queen out of her, and for some reason they just keep her alive anyways, even though she's now a queen, or she's now an alien-human hybrid with acid blood and, uh, you know, uh, strength, you know, like 10 times a person, you know, normal human or whatever. So why not just keep her alive? She can't be a problem. 
And then, uh, so they get the queen out of her, and then it, it grows fast. It ha you know, because of course it grows fast. It hatches eggs, and then these space pirates, space pirates, <laughs> bring all of these cryotubes from like a hijacked, uh, whatever, uh, space shuttle, and they bring it to them with apparently no knowledge of what the scientists are going to use the bodies for, but they use the bodies as hosts for the aliens. And that's how they hatch the aliens. And, of course, they think they can control them for biological weapons. They can't. The aliens break loose. Now you have Ripley, who's knowledgeable about aliens with all of these space pirates, including Ron Perlman and Michael Wincott, two actors I love but are completely wasted in this movie. Uh, and Winona Ryder, who is a terrorist who is trying to kill her for some reason. But they all got to join together and now make it out of here live. Because when there is a problem on the ship, it automatically returns home. And home is Earth. And if they know if they go to Earth and these aliens escape, the whole planet's doomed. That's it. Yes, I was just about to offer you $100 if you could name the captain of the pirates, and I'm so happy that I didn't get that chance. Oh, sorry. Yeah, I know Michael Wincott, that voice. I love Michael Wincott. You know, he's every he's in everything I've always loved, you know. I was going to spend the entire time saying, um, and it was captained by the cousin of the Sheriff of Nottingham. Yep. So that was a great um, one. Uh, the it, Crow. He's the bad yep. guy in The Crow. Uh, being captained by the bad guy in the crow. Uh, uh. He's one more. Oh, he was in uh, one of the newer films. He was in Count of Monte Cristo. He was the. Do you remember Count of Monte Cristo? I remember it. The I don't guy, remember guy him in it. And uh, the guy who played Jesus in Mel Gibson's film. What's his name? Jim Caviezel. Yeah. Uh, he uh, he's like the prison guy. He's like the warden of the prison. What happened to Jim Caviezel? he did tv he did like that criminal mindsy kind of show he was doing that for a while um, i don't know if that was the show but he was in some sort of true crime show not true crime but crime show csis thing anyway uh yeah oh my god my favorite casting of alien resurrection though has got to be <laughs> uh i don't hey we're gonna make uh, a new alien film and I needed just this badass general. Who do you got for me? <laughs> I know. How about Nick from Cheers? Carla's ex-husband. He should be the general. And I'm like, what? Why would he be the general? I mean, I love him. He's a great actor. Nick Tortelli. Isn't that who he was on Cheers? I'm a big Cheers fan. I don't know if you remember. But uh, he I would do never not. be a general in a, in a sci-fi film. <laughs> no 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 you we need a badass general to lead this cloning operation what's the dad from clueless doing oh my god you're right he was the clueless dad too that's right what is he doing i mean they're all good in the movie in their own way uh but i think nick i think ron perlman is suffers with just the worst dialogue in the whole movie Oh, God. But... It's like he doesn't have anything to do but react with stupid lines. And that, I may agree with Joss, White, uh, Joss Whedon in that maybe uh, the director just didn't understand the way he should say these things. But at the same time, it just seemed pointless that he was saying anything. It, but whenever Ron Perlman speaks, gold comes out. So he did a great <laughs> job. Yes, he did. Uh, uh, 
but then you you touched on it before the body horror aspect of it i just didn't think alien the alien was like uh, strangely erotic in a way you know what i mean like the way they would treat the alien creature throughout alien and aliens you know what i mean it just had this black like you know fluidy thing all of, like it was just like a weird i don't know i i know, you know what you're I mean? saying it's okay. hard yeah it's hard for me to put words uh so something scary about it in that disturbing erotic sense so in alien resurrection they try to go the body horror out because they felt are you like saying you was... want to are you saying you wanted to fuck the alien <laughs> is that what well, you're saying it, the whole no the whole idea is that it's all about sex it's all about rape and impregnate you know impregnate impregnating and being pregnant whatever (laughs) (laughs) and uh uh, the violation of it all you know what i mean yeah so it's like a dark erotic journey in space or whatever and that's kind of how alien and aliens feels uh i would say even alien 3 to some degree especially with the celibacy thing thrown in in alien 3 there's probably a lot more to alien 3 on a uh, just in a real cerebral kind of way that we're not picking up on. Maybe there's more to it in that way. But anyway, Alien Resurrection wanted to go in this body horror out because they're like, I think that's the obvious next course. And I argue it wasn't. I think all of it was pointless. When she finds the other clones, it's just creepy. It's just gross. And she's got to play that horrible uh, creature that's on the table, you know, and Ripley's like, kill me. <laughs> You know what I'm saying? It's just gross. And so what do they do to these poor clones? Why do they keep them around? She, well, no, like, Ripley. Or was it Ripley or Winona? They burn her alive. Yeah, it was Ripley that burned him alive, yeah. <laughs> like, they give her the most painful death. Yeah, like, exactly. she can't just put one in her head? No. Yeah, she should have waterboarded him first, at least. <laughs> and then burned him alive. <laughs> just to really make it bad. Um, so that was some, yeah, I just felt it was pointless. Yeah. So this entire movie is absolutely pointless. It has the same beats as every other movie, just in a different location. It just treads the same ground. Um, it has comic relief, but it's juvenile and that's what I don't like about it. You know what I mean? And that, I I imagine that pitch from Joss Whedon, it's like, it's going to be just like the others but funnier. Yeah, and I, um, I think that's where he failed, is that it's juvenile comedy. And I think that's where his mind was in the late 90s. And I think he's an adult now, but he was a little child who thought this shit was funny. And that's what I think is bad about it. And I blame him for that. And I don't think he can... I think he's embarrassed by it, and I think he's trying to talk it like he didn't have anything to do with it. But I guarantee you those jokes are in the script, you know? It sounds like he spends a lot of time going, this was good until X did it to it, yeah. Yeah. And so what are your thoughts on the alien-human hybrid? Oh, I mean, I didn't think the movie could get any grosser. And I'm all about gross if it's like, if you feel it's like it works in the movie. But I just felt this was gross for gross sake, and that's why I didn't like it. And it doesn't work in the movie logically. Yeah. Uh like and that's where this movie goes wrong for me is they over and over they have so many times where you're supposed to just go oh okay yeah when they when they tell you something illogical so she's cloned to get the queen out of her 
And now, since that happened, they're saying Ripley, this clone of Ripley, is a human-alien hybrid, almost. So now they're saying the Queen, since the Queen had a baby, because she was in Ripley, she's now an alien-human hybrid in a way. So now she gives a natural birth for some reason, right? Yeah, I guess. But didn't she lay eggs anyways to do... That's why we have aliens again, because she laid all those eggs for the host that the cargo or that was in the cargo and stuff. Yeah, she absolutely did. You're right. But then it has this natural birth, which so it has this more humanish alien being born. Is that the idea? Yeah. And so it's supposed to be that it's the alien queen and Ripley's baby. Yeah. Like and that all just happened from cloning. Right. Here's my question for you, sir. Um. If you cloned a pregnant woman, do you think you'd be able to clone the baby from her DNA? The answer is no. Okay. <laughs> like, it's a separate living... It's a separate living organism. Yeah. Like, so, at no point, especially with foreign DNA in her body, would they be able to get a cloned alien from her because they're just it's in her it's not in her blood mm -hmm. so the whole premise is stupid and then the concept that let's just pretend that you could get some alien dna the whole it only took them eight tries to produce two separate entities mm. like that's that's amazing it's pretty good like yeah like, can you imagine taking blood and being like, make two people out of this, but make them completely distinct? <laughs> You'd think to uh, make a person might take a little more than eight times. I think we should literally just bitch about everything that's stupid in this movie. Well, I had a question, though. What what were we talking about Alien 3 that pissed you off? And I was like, I think it's just one of those things in the movie that you're just... Oh, that there was an alien on the ship. Like, yes! How could it get that right? Well, see, I'm okay with Alien Resurrection saying if they clone a person, they can get they can clone it the way it was before it died, and then therefore it'll have a queen in it. That doesn't bother me. Like, I'm fine. That's a sci-fi premise. I'm okay with that. I don't need it to be a big medical explanation about cloning. If you say we're going to clone somebody, everybody knows cloning is creating a, a person that already existed or whatever. You know what I mean? So I'm fine with that. That didn't bother me. Um, but it's just everything they do with it after that. Like, I feel like that's an okay premise to make the movie. To loop back to the ape, the egg on the ship, uh, real quick, they attempted to fill that plot hole in a video game hmm. um, where while they're floating in space, a team comes to that ship to do something. And they wake up Hicks and they go on adventures with Hicks. <laughs> Okay. Um, and so, uh, somehow that's how the, the egg gets on the ship and it explains why the fire starts. Okay. And, and it replaces Hicks with a different guy that was killed and Hicks is alive running around having an adventures. This sounds like a comic book. Are you sure it wasn't a comic book? I'm pretty sure. <laughs> it was a video game i'm pretty That's sure interesting. you know your film has a problem when other people are trying to correct what they feel is a mistake like no there's an explanation for it i, I promise you i think michael bean's in the video game too weird yeah it's great sorry but back to alien resurrection 
So, do you know something that bothers me about Alien Resurrection? No. Uh, this is the military that's cloning Ripley, which is uh, also the military is... And they make fun of Wayland Corp. Yeah. Uh, in Aliens... They, like, uh, toss it off. Like, oh, yeah, there used to be a corporation. Yeah, but in Aliens, <laughs> like, Wayland is using the military. Yeah. And it's not a fancy military. It's the American Marines. Mm-hmm. And this isn't the American Marines that we remember. So it's another it's another crime, I guess, like taking something James Cameron did well and destroying it. You know, the way he treated the military seemed pretty accurate as far as that world's concerned. So what do they do? They turn it all around and make it all ridiculous. Uh, we didn't touch on that. And I think that is one thing to talk about Alien 3 and that James Cameron had been on record as saying he didn't care for the movie because he doesn't think a sequel should destroy the happy ending of the first of the of the previous movie. So he had a happy ending for Aliens, and then in order to tell a new story, they destroy it by killing everybody. And he wasn't down with that, right? That's interesting. That is interesting because of what just happened with the new Terminator movie that he supported and produced. You know what I'm saying? So what does he do? He allows this new Terminator movie. Well, I don't know if he allows it, but he's all about it, right? And then he's just like, what do you want to do with it? Deadpool director? Oh, I'd like to... Spoilers. Right off the top. And he's like, great. And I'm like, hey, you already said you hated that they did that in Alien 3. But now you're cool with it? And I uh, love James Cameron, but that made me kind of mad. I, I, think, <laughs> I think that series is a well-deserved stay tuned. Um, yeah. But... Oh my god, how long? That would be a long series. Well, see, the thing we're doing here with Alien, because I don't want to ever talk about these movies anymore, is that um, maybe at our thousandth podcast, we might want to go back and talk about uh, Prometheus and Covenant and those movies. But as far as I'm concerned, this is where the Alien sequels end, and we can move on, right? Oh yeah, we're And the same on. thing with Terminator, and that if we do the Terminator movies, we do T2, T3, Salvation. And then we can do Genesis and Dark Fate if we want. But I think the original Terminator series ends with Salvation. Because that actually follows the storyline. And that's where they rebooted it right after that. You're trying to say reboots don't count. and that's I'm saying they fair. can count, but we don't have to discuss that in our initial. And I'm curious. You know what I mean? Uh, with our next series, you where are you, which ones do you want to cover? Uh, I mean, have I, we sat on the air yet? What we're going to cover next? No, I didn't know if we wanted to do. I mean, that's what we wanted to do. That's what I wanted to do like two months ago. I just wasn't sure if we were still hot on it now. But I think it'd be still be fun. I think it would absolutely be fun, considering right. his passing as well. Right. Yeah. So, uh, go ahead, announce our next well, series. <laughs> well, do we have anything else we want to talk about with Alien: The Resurrection? I mean, I think we should we should speak about Ripley's journey. I guess that could be a way to wrap it up. Well. But what are what else are your thoughts about the movie? Well, I want to run the test on whether or not it's a successful sequel. Um, does it expand the universe? It does. It absolutely does. It does. Does it complete the story so that it's? Uh, does it have a complete story? No. No, it, it does absolutely, not. Does, absolutely not. does not. It in pulls fact, the bullshit it, crime. Yeah, it ends thinking it's going to be a new franchise. Yeah. Right? It's supposed to be like, now they're back on Earth. Right? Because they kill the new 
alien human hybrid that was born naturally from the queen and then that which thing was kills the disgusting queen, which is really gross even when it kills the queen it like tears half its face off i was like oh come on it's gross <laughs> and then it, ripley has to kill that that alien what is the absolute most painful grossest way you can think that she would kill that thing let's have it get sucked out of a pinhole in the uh spaceship window it is disgusting i will say really well done but really gross just incredibly gross <laughs> so it did oh. it did kind of take the uh, normal way of killing the alien in all the movies except for alien 3 where you have it sucked out of into space you know out of a hatch so they did kind of subvert it a little bit in that way you know we're still going to do that thing because that's what these movies do but we're going to have it just piece by piece get taken out of this little hole it's really gross so they kill it and then they end up on Earth, right? Or they're 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 about to land on Earth, and that's where Ripley's like, I have a new life ahead of me. Who knows what adventures will await? And that's like how it ends, right? Right. I had no memory that Ripley survived this piece of yeah. shit movie. Yeah. And oh um yeah, it was it was very bad. Yeah. So it feels like a franchise starter. Like they're like, Okay, the next movie is gonna be Ripley on Earth and somehow the alien's gonna be there too. But it never Which happened, obviously. is a hell of a way to handicap your screenwriting when you know that there has to be a specific type of ending. Yes. And so that can go to hell, and this is uh, this fails the sequel test. This um, also could who is the main who is the star of this movie? Would do we say Winona Ryder? Like, is there a star? I mean, the main character outside of Ripley. Because Ripley isn't even really the main character here. She's just kind of a bystander. Yeah, I, she's certainly the lead, but not because of any action. You know what I mean? She's just along for the ride, which is the worst way to be a lead. Let's pretend it's Winona Ryder. Um, can you replace Winona Ryder with an intelligent monkey? <laughs> uh... I would say, yes. What you're doing here is unconscionable. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, you absolutely can. I mean, I, th I think I think so. And I think that test is going to not pass the test of time, but still, uh, for today it was fun. Um, <laughs> so yeah, that's Resurrection. Uh, they put this franchise in such a deep creative hole that they've never been able to dig out. It still made money. Oh, yeah. It's just that they knew it wasn't working. Critically, they were just like, ugh. We don't know what we're doing anymore with this thing. And then it wasn't until years later where... Did they come to... Uh, back to Ridley Scott? Or did he think... Did he come to them and be like, Oh, to make another Alien movie? I think it was him. Because while they've been producing these, like it's just been him making these prequels. Yeah. Did he intend for Prometheus to be an Alien movie? Or did he just decide after a while, like, Oh, this could be an Alien movie. And then kind of shoehorn that in. I haven't read up enough on it yeah. to know for sure because it um, it felt like it to me that it like they just could that it didn't originally start as an alien movie but they thought it could work as one and I'm not saying it worked bad as one it was one of the better if that's the way it happened it's one of the better ways that they actually did f make it into a franchise you know but still it was a it was a different movie man it was weird. Those movies are incredible android movies and okay alien movies. Yeah. Yeah. 
I'll say that. Uh, I really like them a lot, and someday, yeah, we can come back and cover them on well covenant to me was just another remaking of alien and it it wasn't anything great it just was forgettable you know i i i don't know why but the android stuff really clicks with me in those movies and i really like fassbender yeah is that yeah Um, michael fassbender right big fan big fan is there only two i keep feeling like there's three but there's prometheus and covenant isn't that it yeah, and now that it's owned by Disney, they aren't sure if there was going to be a third one, but chances are there'll be a third one. Oh, you know what they're going to do? Because wasn't weren't they going to do that with that Blomkamp guy that he wanted, who's going to make another Alien movie? And they were going to do that, which is my least favorite thing ever, is to pretend, oh, these other movies didn't happen. This is the actual sequel. I'm not down with that. I don't like that. I don't think... So, yeah. Is it Blomkamp? How do you say that? I think it's Blomkamp. Blamkamp. But I uh, could be saying it completely wrong. Neil. Neil. Yeah, Blamkamp yeah, that's just called something like that. That's just called Neil. Uh <laughs> Neil is amazing and I think he would do a great job with yeah, the sure franchise. He's good. But as of right now, I don't think he's on it. Yeah, I think I remember hearing that it was gonna happen and then it wasn't gonna happen anymore, and I don't think it's gonna happen. So the last step in Alien Five has been these producers who just at this point just seem wanna like they wanna keep making money off of it yeah uh wrote up a treatment that was widely circulated it went to uh sigourney weaver and she said it was good but she wasn't really interested in revisiting ripley oh okay. uh, but i feel like if ridley scott was attached to it she'd probably come back to do it and it's the same concept as it seems like it's the same concept uh as neil had um also, I don't want to know what it is. You know what I mean? Why does everybody want to know what it is? Why do I want to see a movie where I already know what the story is going to be? That's why True. everybody was expecting the Star Wars sequels to be about the extended universe stories that everybody's read for the past 30 years, you know? And I'm like, why would you want it to be that way? You know? Like, they wanted it to be like the books and the comics and the video games and everything that's come. They, they thought, like, you know, it would follow that thing. But I'm like, well, that's not fun. Like, I don't, you want something new. You know, I don't want to read what this screenwriter wrote until I get to see the movie, you know. It's I think it's really good fun to, to read all about what could have been. But I don't think that's what should be. Like, that would suck. Uh, real quick. Um, and then let's close this thing out. Um, they released the cover of the treatment for his Alien 5. And it had a quote about dreams. Mm-hmm. Um, and so it seems very clear that the concept is is that Alien 3 and Alien Resurrection were like fever dreams in cryosleep for Ripley. Oh my god. They wouldn't do that. <laughs> I, uh, they made Alien Resurrection. Oh, they're not going to have her have some nightmares. But yeah. They can't do that because Dallas ruined it for everybody. You can't do the dream. Wake up from the dream thing. You know what I'm talking about? Patrick... Uh... Duffy, you remember? I mean, that's it's so famous, that's but I never famous watched thing, it. Yeah, well, I remember watching it with my parents. Uh, I think I might have been too young when that actually happened, but I know of it, you know, after the fact. But yeah, like there was this. I think her name was Pam, was the character, because they killed off like Dallas is about this family, and Patrick Duffy plays one of the brothers. And they're a rich family in, in Dallas, you know, they own oil and whatever. So there's yeah. Jr. and and uh, whoever his character was, I can't remember. Anyways, so he dies in like season two or three at the end of it it's like it's a huge thing and then his wife 
it's all the next season is all about her like getting over it and you know the story moves on and i guess they realized that they were like eh, i don't think we should have killed him off what should we do so at the end of that season she wakes up and she goes to the shower and he's in the shower and he's like oh hey honey good morning and then it turns out when like we pick back up at when the season started again you know when the season started after the break uh it turned out that she dreamt that whole season and that he was actually alive. So that's where it all comes from. You know what I mean? Like, so it, but that was so goofy and everybody knew it was goofy, but they just went with it anyways. But since then you can't do the dream. It was just a dream. It ruined it for everybody. So anyway, I just think that's always funny. So I don't know. Maybe that's it. Uh, I don't care for the, I just don't care for the whole, I think you got to live with it. If you made these movies, it's part of the franchise. I'm sorry, Halloween. You can't pretend that, you know, two through seven don't exist. Like, you gotta, yeah. you gotta, you can't say, oh, this is the, actually the one that Jamie Lee Curtis died in, even though she was in two other movies, you know, that we made in 2000 and 2002 or whatever, and she actually died then. You know what I mean? Like, this is the one she died. Because your movie's not gonna be great either. You know what uh, I mean? That new Terminator I liked a lot, though. I just it was really forgettable. I'm I'm in love with Mackenzie Davis and we will be married. Okay. But you know what a better movie than Dark Fate is? Salvation. It's alright. I love that movie. It was really good. I mean it's yeah, it's it's fine. And it was different. Uh, I like Christian Bale in the Levide. Like he was a good John Connor. He and it and it, and it follows Alien or uh, Terminator Three. Cause like he's with Claire Danes. The nuclear annihilation happens, right? Remember the you watch that movie all the time, right? It follows Alien Three. It is a proper sequel, or not Alien Three, Terminator Three. It's a proper sequel to Terminator Three. So you have four Terminator movies before they rebooted it all. That's all I'm saying. <laughs> so if we ever do Terminator, you got to do T three or T two, T three, and Salvation. That would be the sequel talk. And then someday you can do Genesis and Dark Fate, but that would be two unconnected movies from the whole franchise really when when we're famous and popular uh we'll have a patreon where we do just the reboots oh, patreon. yes right yeah that'll that'll be what right. we do just well what do you feel about reboots? ripley's journey uh it started amazingly i felt in alien and continued to be even cooler in aliens and then kind of just dwindled away in alien 3 and then she's when she died the same person yeah, in yeah, Alien. she's not in Resurrection. Alien Resurrection. Uh, Ripley died in Alien Three heroically yeah. after living for two weeks over three movies, and no, no, <laughs> it sucks. Maybe a this woman is punished and punished and punished, and what she gets out of it is death. And that movie sucks, and I hate it. But you did say and it; she did heroically sacrifice herself. So I guess to save some convicts on a corporate prison. Well, not to save them. There's only like one one alive at the end. Oh yeah, good point. She basically saved it from from the company ever using it. So you know what she did? She uh, had two hundred years of peace because of her sacrifice. <laughs> then they then they destroyed it. But two hundred years is pretty good. She kept it away for two hundred years. <laughs> Even though couldn't they just go to that planet? I mean, I'm sure there's one or two still alive. Uh, in aliens, you know what I mean? Right. There's no reason to think that that ship, uh, which they show in Prometheus, couldn't resist a bomb. 
right yeah because the whole thing went nuclear right yeah there's probably still one alive out there you know what it has to be a pretty tough ship Uh, a spaceship that has to travel fast it's got to be well built yeah that's true um so yeah i don't know why they didn't just spend 200 years searching that planet right instead of waiting 200 years to 200 years 200 years well that was when cloning would finally be uh, up to up to snuff <laughs> we finally cracked it yeah let's get that ripley yeah, blood to take it 200 years. <laughs> uh i guess they felt it maybe would be unburdened by the previous movies like they could do whatever they wanted and i guess they technically could after 200 years you know you weren't yeah. indebted to the company at all it probably wasn't around anymore that kind of thing I mean, yeah, this actually, this dwells, this goes away from sequel, and we are actually talking reboot. This is yeah, miscategorized. Yeah, it's true. Hmm. And it but, it wasn't really apparent until we really dug into it. Yeah, but it didn't um, go anywhere, so. No. All right, uh, what is next for our little adventure here, Well, next, sir? I would like to, and we're not beholden to this, maybe we can do whatever we want, but it seems like. I think we're beholden. Okay. It seems like what we want to do next, even though you don't necessarily have to watch these in order, uh, or listen to these in order, is the Batman movies, the original Batman movies. The right? the 90s so, ones? Tim Burton's Batman. Tim that, Burton. That will be touched upon in our next one as a kickoff to our sequel talk about Batman Returns, then Batman, and then Batman Returns. So that would probably be one, and then we'll have another episode after that where we'll discuss Batman Forever and Batman and Robin. Two movies that definitely go together. Oh, two movies that absolutely go together. And, <laughs> like, it's worth suggesting to our audiences before they do this that they watch the 60s Batman movie. Um, <laughs> yeah. Because that's where Schumacher got a lot of yeah. his... Well, I would say the show more than the movie, but... Well, it... Is the show easy to watch? Oh my god, yes! I have it on Blu-ray. My kids and I watch it all the time. Yeah, we for normal for it. normal people, it's it's um, amazing. It's a, it's a it's a fun, colorful comic kind of kind of show, and they yeah, shot no. it beautifully. It's all on film, you know. So it's like it's lasted all these years, and the transfer to the Blu-ray is impeccable. But I love it. You know, I love Adam West. I am a fan. God darn it. I'm trying to see if where you can watch the show. Uh, I think it's on like uh, I see it on like the Roku channel. If you ever go to that, Dude, it is not really. Uh, it has been. I think it might be on there. Check it, looks, it out. It looks like it's available to buy, but yeah, it'd be nice to be able to just stream it. So uh, I was um, making my way through Alien Resurrection, the extended version. Uh, but I didn't quite finish it before we started doing this. But they... Have you watched this? I'm just seeing the ending, so I'm skipping through. And I'm seeing the ending. They're landing on Earth. And they're getting out. I got, I'm just going to tell you about it. So yeah. they're getting out of the spacecraft. Because the original Raylan Resurrection just ended with them on the craft. And they're like looking down, right? As they're flying above the planet. Okay. So now Ripley and Winona Ryder... I don't remember her name are sitting on like a destroyed earth and they're like in the desert and they're just having a chat. And then they stand up and there's a destroyed Eiffel tower <laughs> where they're, where they are. 
<laughs> and they're like in Paris, but the whole earth is just like a Judge Dread, like, you know, desert, deserted area. And that's how it ends. It's like we're in Paris. Uh, and, the, and the camera rises, like, from where they're sitting, and then it goes to the credits. That I had never seen before. I have never seen that before. That's interesting. So they do make it to Earth. I would have been curious to see what all. they did with that. Yeah. Terrible. I mean, that sounds cooler than the actual movie. Yeah. I think the the extended version of Alien 3 made it a better movie. Uh, I don't know if it did the same for this. They didn't really... There's not a lot extra in this extended version of Alien Resurrection. So I don't know if it really added much. I mean, the director's cut of Aliens actually definitely makes it a better movie. Um, yeah. We so, yeah, we talked about it. So <laughs> my rating is Aliens, Alien Resurrection, Alien 3. Yeah. Mine's the exact, except I would put Alien 3 over Alien Resurrection. So it's not the exact. It's actually quite different. Because you're changing 30%. It's one thing different. <laughs> There's only three things. There's four things, right? It's four movies. I didn't so. write, I didn't throw Alien in there. Alien. Oh, you're sure, you're sure. Yeah, yeah. you're right, yeah. you're right. Uh, yeah, there you go. Any other so, final thoughts uh, on this franchise? I would just say, if you care about to getting... If you've never seen these movies and you care about getting into the movies, just watch Aliens. Just watch Alien and then watch Aliens. Yeah. That'd be good. That's you can it. pretend That's the other two absolutely do not exist. Yeah. Don't even worry about the other ones. Don't even worry about Prometheus. Like those are perfectly fine, but you don't need them. Yeah, yeah. You know what There's I mean? too many other good movies for you to watch, to catch up on. Just right. yeah, like you Batman can, and Robin. Yeah, you can circle back to the bad movies <laughs> later, um, and stay tuned next week for the beginning of our Batman mini series. Um, I'm excited. Yeah. Yeah. That'll be a nice change of pace. Uh, yeah, because I've lived with Alien for far too long. so Far too I'm long. I'm excited to now watch that for a couple of years and then come back to it and be like, I think Alien 3 is even better than what I originally thought. <laughs> I have Fun fact, I have not seen any of these Batman sequels in probably 20 years. I remember seeing Batman and Robin, you and I, going to see it. Oh, absolutely. And I know for a fact on the car ride home, our innocence was over. Like, we loved Batman. And we were just like, I could tell that we were trying to make it good. But we just knew it wasn't. Yeah. And we didn't know why, because we were too young to know. But we just were like, that wasn't good. I'm my, at- my mom was like, did you like it? Oh, yeah, it was really fun. We love it. <laughs> I am absolutely sure that we saw Batman Forever in theaters too. We probably did. I don't. I don't remember that one. I just remember Batman. I remember the car ride home with Batman and Robin, and and both of us were just like trying to pretend it was a good film and trying to convince ourselves we enjoyed it. My God, I'm excited yeah, to talk about had, the toys. They had uh, ice skates, and then <laughs> and then they like surfed out of the sky. Like we were really so. Cool. Into that, we had all the toys. Uh, we I had those McDonald's mugs. I like, have two. Which ones do you have? I have two. Because uh, I've been moving, so I've gone through myself. I have my Batman box of stuff, and I have two. I have the Riddler and Batman. I don't have them still. Have. Like Son of a bitch. Uh, you're supposed to say you had... <laughs> I have Mr. Freeze and Poison Ivy. I'd be like, oh my god, we can join our sets together. <laughs> we can make a fortune. <laughs> but no, you blew it. 
Those are probably going for hundreds of dollars on eBay. I am gonna find you those mugs by the end of this series. Thank I will. You. I will make it up to you. <laughs> <laughs> um. All right. Uh. Until then. Yeah. So uh, stay inside. Stay safe. <sighs> yeah. Don't um, don't watch Alien Resurrection. And wear a mask, Jesus. Yeah. For God's sakes. Yeah. Even if it doesn't work. Even if it causes you to get COVID somehow, just do it. Nobody cares. I don't care if the government built COVID and designed right. it to be mask proof. Yeah. Uh, like, you should still put on a mask. Even if I... your demon sperm is going to cause you to get COVID, it doesn't just do it. Just wear a mask. All right. That's, I'm hitting stop. Bye, everyone. Bye.